Hello friends, what is happening and welcome to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 73 for May the 31st and another entry for the Beyond the Multiverse series. This is your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. With Fast 9 around the corner, we thought it would be the best time to look back at what started off as a simple point break redux and evolved into one of the most over-the-top and fascinating money-grabbing franchises in Hollywood. I'm your host, Nolan's number one fan, Hussein. My co-host is the meme lord, Mio. And welcome to episode 73. Fast and Furious episode, Mio. We've been wanting to do this for quite some time since you mentioned it. And here we are. And yeah. I have had a great time watching these movies back, I have, to, I have to admit, to be honest with you. They have not aged well. And yeah, they just don't really stand out as much as they used to do. Um, yeah, I, I watched Fast 8 last night getting yeah. ready for this and yeah. I'll, I'll i'll have my thoughts on that later but like i thought i was gonna like that movie but i was yeah. like this movie is absurd but like yes. the franchise is like interesting as a whole because like like you said it started off as just like a point break like redux but yeah take away like, the surfers and just include the fast cars and it yeah was like pretty much the like way that. the way it like evolved like yep like organically into like something that's like completely different than different, yeah. what it was like intended to be. It's, you know, it's interesting, but it's like, it's super over the top now. Yes. No it, one, no one would have thought. No, of course not. Of course not. It works. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some aspects of it where it, it feels like you're watching an ocean 11 movie, for example, where they do certain heists and they pull off certain things but it is just over the top. And I think credit to them, they've just gone with it now. I think they've just, I think since the moment they had that super long ass runaway, which was like, I, I don't know how far that stretched out. I think I said, yeah. Think, yeah, 26 miles. Yeah, I posted up on uh, Instagram the other day. That's what keeps me up at night. <laughs> uh, since then, I think they've just gone with it and they know they're just over the top bonkers and it just works, you know. You just go in and you enjoy these movies for what they are. Mm. And um I think they tried to be serious at the start and then they went somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know how the franchise has kind of evolved into this kind of state, but the franchise is, for me has split into two. You've got the the initial, let's say, first few movies where they're all just based on cars and then they evolved into a heist and now it's just about... They've, they've tried to incorporate this longer or overarching narrative, which seems to just be about family. And it... It's just, I don't know. I, I find the franchise as a whole really, really stupid at the moment. Especially with how, I think it's Vin Diesel. I think it's just got to his head. Like, family is everything and, and all that nonsense. I just, I just don't know. Uh, I just, we'll, we'll talk about each one. We'll, so the way we'll do it is we'll just go through uh, each movie. We'll talk about each movie as they've uh, come out. So starting from 2001 or up to the current Hobbs Hobbs and Shaw, which we've decided to include because it does fall under the Fast and Furious umbrella, uh, all the way up to 2019. And obviously, we'll probably give our thoughts at the end to what we expect from Fast and Furious 9. I know there's been a few reviews out there saying this is probably one of the best in the franchise. Uh, but yeah, we'll just, we'll start off with this, this meal and um, the movie that started it all, The Fast yeah. and Furious. And uh, I think this came out at probably the peak of, you know, car hype the uh if you remember that era there was a lot of games around at the time yeah like, like need for speed burnout grand yeah. turismo mid the midnight club series oh as well. miss those i uh, miss those so there was a lot of hype around those you know car magazines there was a lot of hype for that 
uh, you'd fantasize about what spoiler you would have on your car when, 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 you, when you're older. So there was a lot of hype around it. I remember being in school at the time and we had, a, we had this community. I didn't want to sound so racist, but we had this car enthusiast community, let's call them. And uh, they just used to love their cars. So they'd get rentals and all that kind of stuff. And there was a lot of hype around it. You know, Need for Speed, I think Underground was, was the game at the time. And I think there was a lot of, you know, just car hype. So this was perfect. There wasn't much around at the time that did something like this. I think car movies are quite hard to pull off because of the sense of speed. Mm -hmm. um, they're quite boring to watch as well because sometimes they don't really have a narrative. This one seemed to do really well. You know, the first in the what seemed to be a uh, over, over, <laughs> let's say, prolonged uh, franchise started. Well, and I think it started off well, to be honest with you. I really... I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed uh, the character developments, the story as a whole. Um, I really liked Paul Walker's character, Connor. I think he, for me, I have to say, he's potentially, I think, my favorite character from the whole franchise. There's something about... Yeah, I, I don't like Vin Diesel much, to be honest with you. Vin Diesel's just... I don't either. I like um, Tyrese. His character is quite funny. Yeah, he's he's uh, a comic relief, definitely. Yes, exactly. But I really like Paul Walker's character. I thought he was like probably one of my, potentially my favorite character. As I said, I, I really find it hard to kind of say you know Vin Diesel's uh, my favorite character. I, I don't like Vin Diesel to be honest with you. I don't really think he's he's a he's a great uh, actor. But the movie that started it all really really good. Really enjoyed it. <clears throat> I'm about to tear up for Paul Walker now. Mm -hmm. um, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, and yeah, it's like, who would have thought that we would be here nine movies later? And, uh, you know, it, I have to say, look, don't get me wrong. I still enjoy these movies. They're quite fun. You know, you can just have them on background noise. But damn, they are stupid. I think this was the least. <laughs> this one was fine. You know, this one was yeah, like, this much the most grounded one. Easily, easily the most grounded one. It was just, it was basically just about car racing, street racing. You know, there wasn't like Vin Diesel didn't have John Cena as his brother doing like secret agent stuff in the background, which you know apparently it was happening. But um, this movie like really caught, like especially Paul Walker and Vin Diesel at the right time. Like no one really knew who they were. Yep. So they were like, who are these two guys? Like they're like, they're like movie stars. And you know, after this movie, they became movie stars. Vin Diesel kind of did his thing with like triple x and yeah. you know all those. I, don't, I, I don't recall seeing paul walker in many movies afterwards to be honest with you um he was in quite a few but they really? were mostly mostly flops he was in like deep blue sea with jessica alba he was in running scared which is a great movie just like a bunch of like 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 popular movies but not yeah. necessarily great movies but you know he's 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 there in the mid 2000s he was like he's competing with like like Brad Pitt and them, yeah. like he's he's pretty big back then. I, I like him. I, I think I think yeah, R.I.P. I think he's a he's a really really good actor to be honest with you. Um, I like the whole because this is one thing about this movie where I think a lot of movies from the franchise didn't really touch on or really couldn't really emulate. Mm -hmm. With this one is the story where you know we obviously we had uh, Brian O'Connor. Uh, whether he was going to be caught out being a cop or not. And then, you know, he had to make sacrifices. He had to make the big calls. I really like that aspect of this movie. And it tied in really well with the, you know, the whole street racing scene and uh, kind of just uh, everything about it. I think this is where this movie does really well, to be honest with you. 
compared to yeah. Obviously, and it's got yeah, it's got a lot of great like monologues from Vin Diesel who can't really act, but yes. he's got like you know you know he pops open a Corona beer. Yes. It's like I live my life one quarter mile at a time. Yes, yes. It's all about family. It's yes. laying like the groundwork of the you know like the the ethos of family. yes. But you know after this, Vin Diesel just becomes a parody of himself. Yeah, I think this is Vin Diesel's best performance in the Fast and Furious franchise. I think there's one more movie which we'll touch on shortly, which uh, he did really well. But between them, I just. I don't know. I just, he just feels like, as you said, a parody of, of himself. And this is the one where he said, uh, uh, you nearly had, I, I nearly had you, wasn't it? I think this was the, the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's the, I really love that scene from, from there. Uh, I think that scene uh, sticks with me. Um, and then you had, obviously, Michelle Rodriguez. She, I feel like she just gets typecast, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, she, she pretty much plays the same character in every movie. Like, every she's, movie. She's like the, like the strong female lead Yes, like she was in, I, yeah, she was in like Resident Evil. Or like, uh, she's not great. I don't, I don't really rate her as an actor. I don't think. No, she's, she, really, she's really got like, one note. She's got yeah, one note. Yeah, this. To be honest, this movie didn't really have the biggest cast. If you, if you would say right from the start, there was it. Yeah, really it was much? just them. It was just those yeah. two, Paul yeah. Walker and Vin Diesel. You had um, Johnny Trans, uh, Rick Yoon. Uh, the only other time I saw him in the movie was in uh, Die Another Day. Uh, James Bond movie as the villain. No, oh, the one who changed his face. Yes, yes, who got di- no, no, the one that got diamond blasted into his face. Uh, so he was the one. Yeah, he was in that in that movie. Michelle Rodriguez, I think, it was probably the other, probably the bigger. Would you say the biggest actor in the movie before? Yeah, because we didn't really know much about Vin Diesel or Paul Walker before then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you had um, Paul Walker's uh, or Brian O'Connor's. Should we just call them by their? Act, their real name before we start getting confused. Yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Walker's love interest, uh, who plays, I can't remember what her real name is, but Jordana Booster. Yeah, so I've never seen her in, in a single movie before. Uh, yeah, but other than that, it was, it, I, th- I thought this was a great start to the franchise. Uh, I thought, you know, okay, cool. It's the done, I think it's, 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 I'm vibing with this, I'm vibing with the car scene. Uh, where do we go from, from here? And then two years later, it seems to be like a, a running theme where they will drop a movie every two or three years, which which works. Mm-hmm. Um, they dropped Too Fast and Furious. Too Fast, yeah. Too Furious. Sorry, not Too Great Fast. Great title. Yeah. Amazing title. Loved mm-hmm. it. But I think that's where it stops for me, to be honest with me. Um, so, so I think this movie is like trash and like the premise is kind of whack, but... I kind of like this movie. Like, I don't know if it's because like I watched this right after I played uh, Nephus Beyond Underground Two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It like captured what I wanted. Like the opening race where like they're all racing and like the yes. bridge goes up and Paul Walker hits the nitrous, goes over the bridge. Yes, yes, yes. Fucking sick. Yes. Um. Yeah. This movie is like the plot of the movie. They're trying to like stop like some drug lord who's you know blah blah blah. Not really interesting. The, the racing in this movie is probably the best in the franchise. Yes. Easily. Yep. The cars are basically are the best in the franchise. Like Paul Walker's 2002 Nissan Skyline in the beginning. Sick. His Mitsubishi Lancer in the, when he gets it, when he's working for the cops. Sick. Like this is not a good movie, but it's no. a great street racing movie. Yeah, I'll have to agree. I think, as you said, some of the best cars in the franchise, hands down, best tuned cars, let's say. In the franchise, the racing was 
awesome. Uh, I think the recent sequences were pretty awesome. One thing that I really enjoyed was the chemistry between Paul Walker and Tyrese. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that chemistry. And uh, one thing I really liked about this movie, because I, I, I remember not knowing what this movie, I thought it was a direct sequel or something. It kind of was, I want to say, uh, without getting too confused in uh, how, how they line up in a chronological order. But I like the fact that they tried to do kind of a spin-off because this, I think, was their first kind of spin-off in, in the franchise, even though it's a direct sequel. Yeah, it's kind of like a spin-off because, yeah. you know, Vin Diesel thought he was too good for the franchise now because he was famous. Yeah. He wanted to do other trash movies. So it's like, fine, we'll replace you with Tyrese. And I feel like Tyrese did pretty good. Oh, is that... Oh, is that the story behind it? I, I never knew that. Yeah, he was too busy doing like triple X or something. Ah, which is, okay. Which is trash. Ah, and they wanted to get... Okay, fair enough. Okay, I, I actually... The more you know, I guess. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the, the, chemis- the chemistry. In the, you know one character who I feel like has been consistent throughout the entire franchise? It's Ludacris' character. Yeah. Well, he went from like, like a garage owner to like a master hacker. Yes. In like a span of three movies. Like he's like <laughs> in Fast 8, he's literally driving a tank and firing yes. at the Russians. Yes. It's it's absurd. But yeah. yeah, he was like he was like a you know, he was just like a he's a cool guy in this movie, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I think, when when did he become a master hacker? Yeah, I I think the premise for the movie was I think it's it, it was an exciting premise. But I don't think they pulled it off correctly. I think even Mendes' character was just... I forgot I just, she was in it. <laughs> oh, I found her so jarring and just so, you know, patronizing and just everything. I just, I hated her character. I hated her character. And then, who is the villain? Um, Cole, Cole Hauser. Oh, man. Uh, Forgettable. Absolutely forget. Like, probably one of the worst villains in, in, in the franchise, to be honest with you. Just, like, I'm sitting here watching this movie and I'm thinking... He's supposed to be vicious and, and scary. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. That scene where he puts the the rat underneath the bucket, I thought, okay, cool. That was pretty. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool, and that was quite you know gruesome. And I was like, okay, cool. You you got me there. But just everything else was just forgettable. I'm like, this guy, like, I would slap him up. Like, don't 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 come up like and hype yourself up to me. I would slap you up. Like, he didn't feel scary. He didn't feel anything intimidating, nothing whatsoever. And I'm supposed to believe that, you know, Paul Walker of all people, who's like, Paul Walker's not scared of anybody. Like, if you see seen him throughout the the franchise, like he just goes toe to toe with anybody, and he's just, mm-hmm. nah. I like I wasn't sold on that. I wasn't really sold on the narrative. To be honest with you, it was, it felt so typical. It felt like a typical. You know, you're going to do this for me. And then there's a, uh, what, they've got somebody, a, a mole inside. And then he tries to figure out who's leaking information. And then he tells her uh, information that's fake, that he hasn't told anybody else. And it slips up. It, I've, I've, sorry, but I've seen that so many times. And it's so boring. You know what I mean? It's just like, even back then when I had like, I wouldn't say no interest in movies, but I wouldn't sit there and like, uh, decipher movies and try and figure out the next plot twist or whatever. It was just, it was, it, it was right there. I knew what was coming, and I think it was predict. Everything was sorry was predictable. Yeah. So, for me, I'll put it out there. I think this is one of the worst ones in the franchise. I know you said you really enjoy it. We'll come and rank them later. But yeah, I think this, this had a lot more potential. I think. I think this was riding off the wave of the Fast and Furious. I know. When you first make a move, because look, not a lot of movies 
do the first movie great, but this one did. And then you expect the second one to be even better because sequels are usually, you know, you've learned so much from the first movie. You know what fans want. Sequels are usually so much better. I feel like this was a missed opportunity, uh, personally. And uh, it, the best thing about it was the title. The title was just incredible. Yeah, I, I loved it. Rather than calling it Fast and Furious 2, they called it Too Fast and Furious, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going on from this, Nolan's, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Guilty Pleasure? Favorite his movie? Soft, his soft spot. Yes. The Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Have you watched this when it came out? Like I did. This- yeah, this just confused the hell out of you. It, like, like I watched. Obviously, I've I've gone back and rewatched every single Fast and Furious movie this this week, and I watched them in release order. This confused the hell out of me. Like, honestly, just I'm like, how is Han still <laughs> still alive? I'm like watching the movies afterwards. Like, wait, Han is still alive? And then I realized that he dies, and I'm like, what? And now he's supposed to come back in Fast Nine. I need to see that. This one, it was just like this. Just felt like another spinoff. I don't know yeah. whether. Yeah, it was a spinoff. Um, yeah. So, quick backstory around this one. Like, this yeah. one was like really close to coming straight to like DVD. Like, it wasn't going to even go to theaters. Oh, wow. Like, I didn't know that. Like, this is how low Fast and Furious was. Like, like, it's, like, the movie was pretty successful, but like, if they didn't get Vin Diesel for the next one, it was going to be like a straight to DVD franchise. Like, yes, it, yes. It was going to, the franchise, the franchise was on its last legs on this movie. And, it didn't really do do too well because (laughs) like the movie was like not that great like the protagonist was i don't i i can't tell you a single thing about him i don't know his name i don't know his personality i know he kind of looks like paul walker but not really but like (laughs) do you even remember the actor's name i don't know i don't know no i don't know either i I just i just know bow was in it and han (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I've never seen him in another movie, to be honest with you. One of those actors. But I, I did not know that. I didn't, like, Vin Diesel hasn't turned up for two Fast and Furious movies, and the franchise is on its knees. It's like literally, literally on its knees. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of the guys. I did not know that. Wow. Uh, this movie, okay. I'll start with the positives Tokyo, great yep. scenery. I love, love that. Tokyo. Always love Tokyo. Big fan. Han, loved yeah. him, loved yeah. his charisma. I love the the running theme with him always eating a snack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drifting. Drifting is great. The drifting was incredible. You know what? It made a change from just like, you know, normal street racing, like A to B, whatever, and then cops chasing you. This was, I really enjoyed this, to be honest with you. I have to say, I'm, I'm not really big on drifting or anything like that. And when I play games like, you know, Forza Horizon or the Need for Speed games, and there's a, a drifting challenge, I literally... I suck like, at them. I suck at them. But this, yeah, this I really enjoyed. Uh, and I think for me, that was about it. Like, yeah, I, that's, that's, that's it for me too. I, I could not for the life of me. I, first of all, there was no clear kind of passage of time in the movie. So I did not know how long it took. That, so, that white guy who drives a, an American muscle in America come to Tokyo and beat the Drift King. Like, how long did it take him to learn that? Just... Pe- well, according to like the Fast and Furious like timeline, this movie takes place in like 2015, 2016. Okay. Which makes no sense because they're all driving cars from 2004, 2005. No, no sense whatsoever. No sense whatsoever. So there's no passage of time. I don't know how he's... You, you're supposed to 
tell me that this guy has come who's never drifted before and he's been the drift king. I, that's, sorry. It's like Glass could... Samurai. Like Tom yeah. Cruise comes and becomes a Samurai. He becomes the drift king. The yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, but of course. Like, with, with The Last Samurai, okay, a bit believable because, you know, Tom Cruise is like a, a general and stuff like that. But even that, that's a bit, that's so far-fetched. Like, I feel if like you that's really based think... on a true story. Don't call me on that. I th- no, no. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Okay. I, I think you're. Right. I think you are right. Uh, and we're talking about last time, right? Not Tokyo Drift. <laughs> um, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you're supposed to tell me that this guy who who only knows American muscle ends up being that. It was just uh, that was not believable. Sorry, but I I could not. For me, honestly, for me, it takes a lot for me to be you know taken out of a plot out of a plot or of a story and being distracted and you know this. Like every time I saw him behind a car, it was just not believable for me. Sorry, I just, I just, I just couldn't with this movie. I, I really couldn't. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you what, this is not one. This is not the one that's going to pass over this movie. So I'm quite surprised by that. But other than that, there's not much like positives to say about this. I think the the supporting cast was pretty shit. Yeah, uh, you had Twinkle who was awful. You had that Asian girl. Well, I think I thought she was Asian. Uh, is she not Asian? Uh, she, I think she's Asian, no? She's in Tokyo. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming she's Asian. I can't remember her name now. The high What's school, her name? I'll look her up. I look her up. The, the high school girl, the one that is the girlfriend of uh, Drift King, DK. Uh, yeah, she was just shit. Like, the school. Oh, damn. Yeah, no, no, so, she's Asian. Is I she? think she's Asian. Yeah, so the supporting cast were awful. The main cast was uh, outside of uh, Han. Uh, this was Han's movie. Yeah. But you know what? I think, I have a theory. I think they didn't intentionally set up Han's death to be linked with uh, the, the movies down the line. No chance. No chance that that happened because the, the premise, sorry, the, the timeline just doesn't match up anymore. And I think they saw how popular he was and they tried to backtrack. And then obviously, it just, the Fast and Furious franchise just got stupid and stupid. Mm-hmm. And they thought, okay, how are we going to bring this character back alive? So, because it was all about family, and yeah, it was just I don't, I don't know. There was no chance his death, yeah, was intentional. There's no chance no. Jason Statham was there to kill him. No, yeah, bro, <laughs> bro, you just reminded me. No way, like he, I don't get. It. He just he died in a car crash. Yeah, and then they're like, nope, it was actually Jason Statham all along. I did not, I did not see him once in that. He was not being chased by Jason. He was being chased by. His uh, friend or whatever played. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what. Um, there was no way. So this movie is really. I don't know. It's. I don't know how bad this movie is, but I don't know how good this movie also is. It's just. It's, it's just, just. It's just you know mediocre. I feel like. Yeah, it just sits there. It's when I first watched it, and obviously, uh, watching them in in order of, the, of release date. This was what the third movie uh, I've seen. I was like, wow, this movie is awful. <laughs> But wait until you get to the other movies. I was like, okay, cool. Okay, I'll allow Tokyo Drift. So the next one, Mio. Yep. The next one on on the list is Fast and Furious. So this is the first one. Confusing title. Yes. Like, why would you name it that? I remember um, uh, flicking through the cable box. I'm like, okay, cool. I've watched the Fast and Furious. Too Fast and Furious. Seen that. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Cool. Seen that. What's, What's next? Mm, wait it's not fast five it's what came before fast five so i'm there going back and forth trying to figure out i swear to god i had to like google it and it was like fast and furious i was like but i've seen that is that not the first one <laughs> so yeah it was hella confusing also 
quick pop quiz for you. Did you know there was a movie, a Fast and Furious movie between Too Fast, Too Furious and Tokyo Drift? What what movie was it? It was called The Turbocharged. Turbocharged. It, it was a uh, prelude to uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh. And I it was basically... I think it was basically... Uh, it takes place after Fast and Furious and Brian O'Connor Brian tries to evade the law which leads up to the events of Too Fast. Oh, Fast. I think I've seen that. It's like a short... Yes, yes, yes. It's only like I haven't seen it. It's only like a six-minute six movie. Yeah, it's like six. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. Should we rank that? <laughs> but anyways, no. Fast and Furious. Confusing yeah. title. Uh, the first one with uh, Vin Diesel back. So they basically yep. got the whole squad back. Vin Diesel and, went fourth, and I was like, "Where, where did that get you back to me?" Yeah, exactly. And I'll be honest with you, this was forgettable. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember it. I, I think uh, there was like a drug trade with a secret tunnel. Uh, that they were no, doing. I remember it. Mio. Oh my God. The opening scene when they're chasing like these, I don't know, oil containers or whatever. And then it crashes and it flips. And then his face, he's on the edge of the cl- cliff with uh, his girlfriend. Do you remember? And it's coming towards him and it's bouncing. And then he just drives so fast. He drives underneath it. Do you, uh, nah, do you, you don't remember that opening scene? I don't. <laughs> oh, you need to search it. It's literally, you need, bro, that's all I remember from that movie. Like, it's the most, it's the dumbest opening scene I've ever seen in a movie. It was just like, I think Who's from this. In, Who's the villain in this movie? It was. Um, Gal Gadot's in this movie? What yes. Was she, in this movie? Uh, she was the, the, she was on the villain side, I think. Bro, she was so skinny as well, man. I was like, what? Mother's, um, Mother's Milk from The Boys is in this movie? Damn. Yeah. The villain was uh, John uh, Ortez. He played uh, Campos. I don't remember him. Hey, I told you, this, this movie is super forget- uh, forgettable. Yeah, it is. Like, literally, the opening scene is the dumbest thing. I'll ever, I, you need to see it. Just type in, I beg of you, just type in The Fast and Furious. It's not the dumbest thing in this franchise, fam. No, it's not, but it's, it's, the the dumbest opening, it's the dumbest opening scene I've ever seen. Like, he's just there. Michelle Rodriguez is, like, in the car with him. This oil container is bouncing and bouncing. This oil truck, sorry, is bouncing bouncing towards them. He's on the edge of the cliff with nowhere to go. It's either he's going to fall off or the... And he just races towards that and he goes underneath it. And then it bounces behind him and just explodes. I was like, bruh. I was like, no way this happened. But this was the, <laughs> this was the first one back. And this was, like... For me, I think, first of all, the hype for racing and stuff like that started to go downhill very, very mm-hmm. fast. Uh, obviously, people... I, I, I don't know how things like this happen in pop culture or just in real life where, you know... Like, for example, zombie movies. People have fallen out with zombie movies. And, and when people fall out with zombie movies, anything zombie-based kind of takes a, a nosedive. Like, if you look at zombie games, nobody really cares about them anymore. Uh, the Walking Dead took a nosedive. So... It's the same thing with this franchise where I feel like, I don't know whether this franchise got hit hard because people just didn't care about racing games or racing in general or vice versa. Um, but for me, uh, Fast and Furious, Furious I, keep, I keep wanting to call it the Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious was the, the movie that symbolized for me a, a shift in you know, yeah. a, approach. It tried to focus now. The, it felt like as where as the car were the main emphasis of the movie now it felt like you know let's we need to change this up it what needs to be the main focus is the characters themselves Mm -hmm. 
we need to bring them to the forefront of, of, of the movie. We need to create a narrative for them. And then the cars will just be, you know, uh, just like a side quest, just be a, a part, just part of the, the inventory, let's, let's call it. Um, and that's, that's, what, that's how it turned out to be. This was the, the, the shift in the Fast and Furious franchise. I don't think it paid off. I don't think it, it did particularly well in my books, but it's a very, very forgettable movie. Like you can't even remember it. And just yeah. I, I watched it the other day and I literally forgotten the whole movie. It's, they're trying to take it down a, a drug cartel they they crossed the border between Mexico. They killed off uh, Michelle Rodriguez in this movie, and they and killed they, her off as well. Yes, yeah, and then they backtracked on it two two movies later. <laughs> there seem there seems to be a running cream within the Fast and Furious uh, franchise because they did they not do that with Han. Uh, they did it with Han, and I feel like um, what's his name, uh, Jason's brother in the movie, he he got flung out of a plane and he survived. Oh yeah, Luke Evans. Yeah, you just assumed he's dead. They make they, kinda... they make a joke in Fast Eight when they uh they board yes. the, the <laughs> yes, airplane. Yes, it's yes. like I can't wait to I can't wait to take yes. this airplane. And Jason Statham's like, no chance. You and airplanes don't have a good history. Yes, yes. I laughed out I, loud. I I only <laughs> noticed it. I only noticed it the second time watching it. I laughed my head off. Uh, but yeah, this movie was super super forgettable, forgettable, and it. <laughs> It was a shift in change, and I don't think people appreciated that. But, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, sometimes people fear change, and it just takes time for that. And I think this is where the next movie kicks but, in. But um, I would say Everyone. this movie did save the franchise, though. Like, it, it was, yes. like, successful in theaters. Yes. And, like, you know, if it wasn't for this movie, like, the, the, if this movie wasn't somewhat decent, like, the, the franchise would be over. Yeah, I don't think it's just because of how somewhat decent it, it turned out to be i think it's the fact that you know vin diesel had pudding power i i can't i can't believe i'm saying that but vin diesel is the the star of the franchise you know without him clearly you've had three attempts at the uh, at the franchise and well two and uh it went downhill pretty far so bringing him back i have no idea how he had any pulling power or any drip on the audience but he came back and everybody started flogging back to, to theaters. So I would agree this is the movie that did save the franchise. And from that point onwards, Mio, I don't think this franchise has ever looked back if you look yep. at the, the grossing numbers of the, of, of the movie. So the next one up is Fast Five. And this one was... Bang. Yeah, this one is a banger. This one is, this one is good. I think they had... What's that director's name? Justin, Justin, Justin Lin. Lin. He's... Did he do Aquaman, I think? Or... Yeah, he did Aquaman. Yeah, he's a good director. No, wait, that's uh, James Wan. That's James Wan, actually. Yeah, my bad. Damn. My bad. I, f- I feel a bit, I feel like Rick now, you know, just uh, getting all Asians, throwing them all in the same bubble. Apologies for that. Like, um, J- but I, what, I, get what... it, I get it confused all the time. Yeah. No Justin, Justin Lin did something. He did a good movie. I don't know if he did the Star Trek movie or I'm getting confused. But anyways, um, so this one, this one, I love the setting. I love the narrative. They brought on big guns. They brought on The Rock. Dwayne <laughs> Johnson. They brought him into this movie. Yes. And um This was this was the this was the Avengers movie. Like this was the team up movie. Like when I saw the premise, I was like, whoa, they get they got Vin Diesel, Tyrese, Ludacris. Like, how are they getting all these people? It's like this was the team up movie. Like this was like when they officially became 
the the street racing. The family. No, no, no. The family. Yeah. <laughs> the Vin Diesel, the Torella family. This is this is the official making of that family. But no, I agree with you. I don't know how they've managed to pull all these big names in, into the movie. Don't forget, Vin Diesel's now a bigger star. So is Paul Walker. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is like big. Yeah, uh, he's but... he's like he's just blowing up now. Yeah. So they managed to bring him on board. And as I said, I love the setting. I think this is probably, out of all the movies, I think this is, the, in terms of narrative, this had the best narrative, I have oh, to yeah. say. Yeah, I had to say. this is, And this was the first time it gave me Ocean's Eleven vibes, I was telling yeah, you at the start of the this movie. Was, this was totally a heist movie. Yes. And I love, this is what this movie needed. I think this is the change it needed. It needed, you know, it needed to take heist movies seriously. And this was one of them. Uh, the setting in Brazil was awesome because it felt like oh, you felt lit- like you know the characters were in danger every corner. It, this wasn't like back home now in America, and all all they had to do was outrun cops. No, they had to outrun like uh, gangs and different cartels or whatever the case may be. And um, and then obviously you had the the, the federal um, the drugs, the the police, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was beautiful. It was a well-made movie, a well-shot movie. The cars were awesome. I loved the fact that they moved away from like over-the-top flashy street cars into something a bit more different and a bit more. Yeah. Everything was customizable to to their mission. So you know how like the cars had the the steel rods in them. Uh, the way they stole the the safe that was just like that was yeah. a sixteen. That that was an amazing scene, and then super, when they super over the top, but still sexy. I think from Fast and Furious, so the movie before this, I think this is the one where, yeah, they just went with it, and that was it. They, I think they even laugh at how over the top it is now. They know it's stupid. They, I think Tyrese makes a lot of jokes about it, running jokes in the movies, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously they they made a lot of jokes about it in the, in the latest one based on the on the reviews I've read. But this is probably. Uh, this did well. I think this is the most grossing one movie out is of the past few. I think so. I, I don't would, know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah, and then obviously you had uh, uh, Gal Gadot's character. Well, she got killed off, didn't she? Eventually, uh, it's in Fast Six. Fast Six. I wonder if they ever bring her back. But yeah, hundred percent. Well, no one dies. No one dies no, in no, Fast and Furious. No one dies. Um, and then I think this is the one where uh, I might be getting my movies mixed up. This isn't the one where Paul Walker had to go, go into prison, was it? No. no, no. This, was, this was the next one, I think. But yeah, I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to add to this one, Mio. Yeah. yeah because... um, just one nitpick about yeah. this movie is um, Vin Diesel beats the rock in a fight, which. Yes, yes, yes. Would yeah. never happen. Never happen. Like, like if I never. was the rock, I'd be like, um, so, hey, hey, Vin, I was looking at the script. And um, it says we fight, and you beat me. Like, what's up with that? And Vin exactly. Diesel's like, well, well, you know, you know, it, it is my franchise. So, yeah. It is my it's franchise. Like, you know, it's like, all about shut family. Shut the fuck up! That would never happen in real life. Unrealistic. Unrealistic. There, there were so many moments like that throughout the franchise. You know, like you, you remember when Jason goes up to him and throws him out of the window or some shit. I'm like that would yeah. never happen. Uh, but yeah, no, no, you're, you're right, but. Didn't they fall out or something? Oh yeah, they hate each other. They they're not they they're not in scenes anymore. You know, they I read that they had to actually get a stunt double to film uh, certain scenes. You know, that's funny. Yeah, because they didn't. Yeah, Vin Diesel didn't want to be in certain scenes with uh, 
with uh, The Rock. So they had to get like a stunt double. And you could tell some scenes are not filmed with uh, the main characters. Like it's either shot in a different angle or behind the, the, the shoulder sort of angle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would love to know why they fell out. Well, I feel like Vin Diesel kind of feels threatened that like, you know, he's like the star of the franchise, but you have like The Rock who's like such like a charismatic, intimidating presence. Like he feels like he's kind of stealing the franchise from him. Which, you know, he kind of is because he got his own spin-off movie. I was about to say the same thing because now, I think you're right. Now, if Vin Diesel ever takes, you know, hiatus, just like how he did with the, the 2003 and 2006 movie. Yeah. I don't think this movie will fail. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. You've got The Rock, you've got Jason Statham. Uh, they'll probably bring on somebody else. We had Idris Elba at one point. I, I think now at this point in time where the Fast and Furious franchise is so big, I think Vin Diesel is replaceable. And mm-hmm. I think he knows that. And I think that's why he's, you know, as you said, he's thrown a, uh, his, uh, he's thrown a bitch fit, let's say. Um, oh, 100%. Next one in the franchise, the Fast, oh, sorry, not the Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious 6. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to remember what happens in this one. This so is the this, one. Is, this is the movie yes. that gets superpowers. Bro, 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 bro. This is the one. <laughs> I remember this one. I remember this one. Yes, you're right. This is now... Everybody's flying, Bob. Pretty much superpowers. This is the one where Michelle Rodriguez returns, and this is the one that's filmed literally opposite where I live. So before this, yes. So before mm. you know when they go to, you know when the. Oh, also I didn't know that that lady from the Mandalorian was in it. She looks Gina Carano. Yeah, I, <laughs> she, I did not know she was in that. Oh, Gina uh, Carano. So yeah, so her and Gail Gadot. You remember that scene when they go to talk to the guy? who's fixing some car and they're all yeah you remember that scene i don't know if you remember it but um yeah, fight, so that's, right? no. yeah 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 so they beat him up and they want to get something from him and then uh the the villain i forgot his name he sends his uh henchmen luke evans. To, yeah rick evans he sends his L- people luke to evans them. you said rick luke? evans oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no that's, evans. Not rick. that's not rick <laughs> so yeah that scene uh that's filmed literally uh, one day uh, when I walk past them, I'll, t- I'll send you a photo. It's literally there before it was renovated. Uh, so yeah, Fast and Furious, fun story. He filmed at my doorstep. Uh, oh, nice. But this, this is the one where Michelle Rodriguez is uh, revived. I, and I she's got amnesia. She's like got the, amnesia. The, the biggest like anime trope ever. Like it's absurd. Yes. Like she re- literally remembered nothing. And we're trying to figure out what happened. Oh, wait. Wasn't this... Hold on. Okay. So she dies in... See, this is confusing. She dies in Fast and Furious, correct? Yeah. yeah the fourth so, one. The fourth one. Okay. So from this point onwards, everything's in normal order, right? Mm-hmm. So nothing's now... Out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So she dies in the fourth one. And she pops up in the, in, in the sixth one with amnesia, not knowing what's happening. I really like the villain. Okay. I yeah, really like I love star. him. Yes. I've, like, I've been the biggest like Luke Evans stand for a long time. Like, why is this guy not a biggest star? He is great in the Hobbit movies, even though they're trash. He's good in um, Immortals. Like, I wish. Come on, give Luke Evans a chance. That's my guy. Anyways. I don't. I, I don't see him in, in 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 many many movies. To be honest with you, he's well. He's done, as you said, Hobbit, Fast and Furious. Beauty and the Beast, uh, Dracula. But he's not. He's a he's a good actor. I have to say, yeah, he's like a him. really really good actor. I liked. Sometimes you know you you get this actor or villain, let's just say actor who's just suited for the role that they're playing. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Luke Evans 
suited the role that he was given, that was scripted for him in this movie. I thought he he played it per- perfectly, and I f- I feel like the fact that it was pretty much set here in London, the majority of the movie, he suited that scene, this uh, the the scenery. Um, so yeah, the scenery, London. I thought that was, and, and I think this is what one of the best things the fan, Fast and Furious franchise has done. It's hop, skipped, and jump to different locations rather than yeah. just staying in America. I think the first two, yes, how much of America can you really show without again, you know, every street block looks the same eventually. Whereas when you t- when you took it to Brazil, when you took it to Mexico, and now when you take it to to London, you instantly go, okay, look. This is in a different location. Everything feels new. Everything feels different. Uh, things, like they say, the police in each country reacts, react differently. Especially here, like when you're driving on the opposite side of the road, that must have confused the hell out of everybody for a start. And then, so you got the scenery. This, the, the location, I think, was perfect for, for this movie. You got, it, for me, it just felt like the characters got stronger and stronger as the franchise got, uh, got bigger. They got through with that as well. Well, when I mean stronger, I mean in terms of a performance. Oh, of, oh yeah. you mean like acting-wise. Yeah, acting-wise. <laughs> uh, uh, well, wait until we get to Hobbs and Shaw because that was just like, I don't know, that, that, could, have, that could have easily fit into a, a Zack Snyder universe, to be honest with you. But anyways, I thought Fast and Furious 6 did really, really well to kind of continue where if it felt like, you know, we are now going into, rather than, you know, not being a direct sequel, but having some relationship to okay this is a direct sequel to what came before i really enjoyed that aspect to the fast and furious movies uh, yeah that, that was pretty much it for me on fast yeah. and furious um, so these ones have the most unrealistic scenes of the franchise so far one of them is the infamous scene where um Vin Diesel catches Michelle Rodriguez like mid-air. Oh, why do you have to remind me? Sometimes, then you know, Lance, I don't talk about stuff because it gets my head hot. Then that he was... lands like on his on the roof of his car after falling like probably like 50 feet. And it's like all your bones in your body are probably crushed. Like you're like splat. Like you, like there's no way you survive that. No way. No but way. you know, they have superpowers. And the other scene is the infamous runway scene where um oh, bro. the plane was... is taking off for oh thanks for reminding me because for, for that was 20 crazy. for 20 minutes right bro for for the entire third act let's say for the entire third act that that plane was just but it wasn't even taken off it was taxiing it was about to take off it was just i don't know man like that's what how many times do i mentioned this to you i mentioned this to you off air all the time. <laughs> All the time. I'm like, this keeps me up. It literally keeps me up at night. Sometimes I'm asleep. You know when I said, okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do a past diffuser podcast. I remember this scene, I was like, I'm just trying to calculate how on earth did this happen? But yeah, this this scene was dumb. The, I think the tank scene on the bridge was also dumb. Oh, awful. Like, that was just that it made no sense whatsoever. Uh wasn't this the one or was this the next one where they're jumping out they parachute no, that's they, the next one. That's, that's the next one, one man. Yeah. It, you know what? These movies just all blur into one. You just don't know who's doing what mm-hmm. now, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, one more, for... one, yeah, one <laughs> more thing. One more thing. Um, so we give The Dark Knight a lot of crap for, um, you know, like Batman risking it off of Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes. Um, are we sure we shouldn't give this crap for Vin Diesel risking it off of Michelle Rodriguez? Michelle Rodriguez is not a, not my cup of tea. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, not my cup. Like, really? Like he's risking like like this is like a high stakes organization. Like to be honest, and he's risking it off of Michelle Rodriguez. Like okay, bro. Bro, the what the the cop that he he he, he well, I wouldn't say took from Brazil, but he, the one that he met from Brazil. I the one was, who he has a son with in yeah. the eighth one. Like I'm like, well, where did that come from? But anyways, uh, I thought she was. A, I think she's worth the risk. Let's say, yeah, she's worth the but, risk. Not Michelle Rodriguez. Come on, no, no offense to Michelle Rodriguez. No, 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 no. Like if we're gonna but... if we're gonna give Maggie Gyllenhaal trash, we gotta give, <laughs> we gotta give Michelle Rodriguez a that little. Kills me all the time, all the time. Uh, next one up. So we've done fast six, fast seven. Well, yeah. sorry, actually, it wasn't even called fast seven. It was just called Furious Seven. So they started. Get, wait, is it called Fast and Furious 7 or is it just called Furious 7? I think it's called Furious 7. Okay. Fast and... Oh, Furious 7. This one. Bro, this one for me, it was just like... Okay. Charlize Theron, they brought her on board. I was like, I want my no, knees. She's, she's not in this one. She's she is eight. in this one. She's in this one? She's in this one. No, let me look it up. She's not in this one. This was one, this one was Jason Statham. Bro, was it this one? She, this is the one in Cuba. No, that's Fast 8. I watched that last night. Ah, okay. Few 7. Oh, this James one was Wan. in Dubai. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, this one was good. James Wan did this one. No, eh, I, I would say it's okay. I think, you know, like the Paul Walker stuff made this movie better. Yes. Like, like, I, this one, actually, this one did well at the block bus, uh, block, <laughs> box office because obviously what, you can see what scenes it wasn't Paul Walker because there were the CGI was awful. Yeah. Because obviously they got his brother and they tried to you know just touch it up a bit. You could tell which scenes were not his bro- his brother. No, I really like this one. I like the narrative on this one, but I thought the whole mate the it's as I said like everything just becomes stupid. You know they 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 literally bunny hopped from one building to another in a car. I was like, yeah, that scene is absurd. That scene was absolutely ridiculous. And then you had the, I think this is the one where Gail. Good that dies. No wait, Gail no, Good that dies in the. Bro, really? What? Yeah, she died. She fell oh, she off dies. The airplane. Yes, yes, yes. Because there was, oh, there was. The, it was the last scene then where she goes to the to the guy and she gets touched up and then they take her bikini and they use that for the fingerprints. I can't remember which which movie that was. But anyways, uh, this one was just yeah for me. This one was stupid uh, as all, all of them are. But I I, I honestly. I really, really in- enjoyed this one. Like, I had no issues with this one whatsoever. Besides, obviously, besides the, the stupid stuff. But I really liked the narrative. Was you know, it was kind of a, a revenge story. It it changed from being a purely a heist movie, and now it became like a mixture of both. They're trying to steal stuff, but then you had uh, Jason Statham trying to chasing take after him, like he was yes, Mister, like he was nemesis in Resident Evil. He's showing up everywhere. Like he would show up everywhere, and it was just like, and this is, this is a nitpick for me in this movie, and I hate this in other movies where, they just appear out of nowhere, and there's no really clear passage of time or clear, understanding how he's been able to to you know move from one place to another. I absolutely hate that in movies. Like at least show me some exposition or or or, or something like that. But, I think yeah, this one was just simple. It was just Deckard Shaw trying to seek revenge against uh, Dominic Toretto. And it was just, it was just simple. It was yeah. really, really simple. Simple premise. Over the top scenes, obviously. Like the one yeah. in Dubai. The most, the most over the top was yeah. um, Vin Diesel being uh, Jason Statham in the fight. Again, like, okay. 
Who's is Vin Diesel writing these scripts? Like you're not being the Rock, you're not being Jason Statham. Like stop it. Who are you trying to impress? You're just like you're delusional, fam. Delusional. Do you reckon reckon it's in his contract that he wins every fight? Yeah, I'm I'm being I'm being deadly serious. Yeah, yeah, I'm one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It has to be because there's no way you win these sort of fights. No way. Absolutely no way. I, 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 I don't know. So like even the genre of these movie changes. So like you've got heist, you've got action adventure. This one just ended up being like an action adventure thriller revenge yeah. story, to be honest with you. So this was, uh, this was also the first movie where like the rock Vin Diesel like split was like noticeable because they do not share any scenes together. Yes. Yes. This was the one where the rock spends the majority of his time in, uh, in the hospital, in the, in the hospital, didn't he? Yeah. But didn't he come back at the end? Yeah, he, he came he, back with like a minigun. Yeah. He, but like, he, you know, he's still not in the same scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He breaks off his car, car so he just bends his arm, breaks off his car. Also, the, so stupid. <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you see that? Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I was not buying that. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. Also, The Rock wears like under armor in every scene. I, I think mean, that's, part of his, that's part of his contract that, too. That's like, part of his contract, yeah. He has to wear under armor in every scene. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's some stuff that's just so obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, so the final scene with the minigun, he comes back. Did he not like grab uh, Paul, um, Vin Diesel's hand and pull, pulls him off the off the ground? From what I remember, did he? Was, no, I don't know. No, no. Okay, I must be. That must have been a stunt double then. Yeah, but um, the final scene with Paul Walker and you know they're playing the song. It was, it was, it was a good scene. Well, you know when I rewatched this movie, I skipped it. I could not. I, I, I oh, could not do. Okay. I could not do that scene. You know what? What was ironic was, and it hit me when I was watching uh, Fast, Fast and Furious Five or Fast Five. Paul Walker is like to Vin Diesel, ride or die. I was like, bro, why do you have to say that? <laughs> it was. It was an emotional scene. Yeah. Was, I. I for like a franchise that's like mostly money grabs and like absurd scenes. Like. Yeah. They did. They did Paul Walker justice. Yes, I, I, I yeah, I, I would agree. I think this for me that was the most humbling scene in the franchise. I think they did him justice. I think it was a lot, a lot of respect to just write him out of the. I think yeah, they wrote him out like in the perfect way. To be honest with you, like he just wanted to move on, have a family. Uh, yeah, you I think, think they would CGI him back in the franchise somehow? Nah, no way whatsoever. It just wouldn't work. No way. I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Nah, Cause, no way. Because Jordana Bustos in this next one. Nah, but still, it's just... Nah, there's no way you would put Paul Walker back in this. Yeah, I hope they don't, but, you know, can't count money, out. Yeah, money talks. Money talks. I, I, I really... Who's, who's the... Is it... Who's the production company behind this? I just don't feel like... Universal. Universal. I don't think they... I don't know. They're not well. If let's just say if this was EA or Activision, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, next one in the franchise is the is it Fast, Fast Eight? Eight? Yeah, yeah, the Fate of the Furious. Yeah, this one. So this trash. this one, this one, Mio, is fucking awful. Like, sorry, this one was just. This is the one with um Charlie's Theron. Yep. Yeah. So obviously this one's clear in my mind because I've I watched this like literally two days ago. But in Cuba, the host, first of all, that scene with the plot at the start, that really pissed me off. Yep. When he, when he like reverses his kite because it's like blowing up. 
then he like uses it to speed oh, up. And I was like, no way. Like it's not uh, it's not about what's under the hood, it's about who's behind the wheel. I was like, Vin Diesel couldn't get any more Vin Diesel than that, to be honest with you. I I'd be honest with you, but it, I think this is the first time. I felt it like in Fast uh, and Fear 7, but I feel like this is the first time where I just felt like, okay, this franchise is now just pure and utterly stupid. Like, yep. like, like I felt it along the way and stuff, but I feel like, you know, this is the one where the majority of this movie was just like, are you serious? Like 80% of this movie, I could, I could go scene for scene and be like, no, no, this is, this is, there was too many of that in this movie. Too many. As you said, the opening scene, reversing the car, beat, I was just like, no, that, that was dumb. The scene on the plane with the baby, I was like, that is dumb. <laughs> That's uh, that was, remind me of that Call of Duty Modern Warfare mission. My high yes. Yeah. Yep. Rescuing a baby. It's absurd. Yep. yep. Uh, and then you also had what I've seen was it? It was the God's Eye scene. I was like, I really like the aspect of God's Eye, but I was like, you know what? How can you get outdone if you have that? And I was like, that's not believable. Yeah. Like you've got that, and you've and you still lost. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he had the they had the machine from the Dark Knight that tracked the Joker down. <laughs> and pretty much all Vin Diesel had was like an Uno reverse card. He was exactly. pretty much. How did they find them? By the way, did they ever explain that? Well, how to find? How do they find where the God's Eye was? Oh, how? Well, because they tried to upload it in the mainframe, didn't it? And then when they uploaded it, they knew where it was, and they just took uh, it, they hacked into it and took it. Uh, uh, yeah, it was kind of like it, it was the most obvious thing you could do. It was like, okay, we're gonna let's use God's Eye. Tyrese was like, let's use God's Eye. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And Tyrese is getting hyped because it's a good idea. But Tyrese was, was really funny in this movie. Tyrese has been funny in the franchise as a whole. To be he has, he has. Yeah. So it, it reminds me of that time where in Man of Steel, Superman's doing fine on Earth and stuff like that until he uh, sets off a beacon in, uh, in, in that ship. And then uh, General Zod comes and goes, oh, uh, we found you because, you know, the beacon was set off in, in, in the scout ship. It's the same thing with God's Eye here. They put it up in the system and they found out where it was. I was like, oh, that's the most predictable plot line you could ever write in a movie. Like mm-hmm. I was so I was yawning, man. It was just so it was so trash. But anyways, um so you had that and then you had obviously I told you that that the plane scene, uh The Rock goes to jail. The the rock goes to jail as well. It's like and then the scene where I'm- like the convict is like, I've been waiting ten years to get you back. And the Vax Davos like, wait longer, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And then the 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 thing is, the thing is, the whole movie has been running off like the whole thing on family and stuff like that. And yeah. then Dominic Toretto apparently goes Rogan. That was like unbelievable. I was like, no way. I was like, look, at the end of the day, this is one of the movies where it just lost it for me. Where you never sent a like a moment of fear for anybody because you you always knew well for me in particular i always knew okay look this movie is always one based on family and stuff dominic toretto is always going to go back to his family he's not just going to stick with her so it was all a matter of how they catch him and stuff like that. and i really like that aspect because it felt like you know they played like an uno reverse card and they flipped it on her but other than that this movie for me was also forgettable like i and i recently watched this this was the last one i watched out of the, mm-hmm. the bunch I, I think my favorite scene was when they were 
when they chased him and no no my whole, go the, on, the nuclear submarine scene was oh well, that was I'm, I'm gonna, yeah that scene was sick <laughs> but then how they all gathered around him and how he just dodged our met bro like they yeah. all gathered around him and uh they he survived that explosion because all the cars were around him i was like bro this ain't man of steel like chill mm-hmm. like like come on now my favorite scene was the one with the where they hacked into all the cars on the on the main road. Oh, yeah, that was pretty. That's that, cool. that scene was pretty. I've seen the behind the scenes of the build of the cars moving. So that's pretty cool. Was it not RCGI? No, nah, not all of them. It was so actual some, cars. Oh, yeah. Nice. So some of the cars, like I have to give it to the Fast and Furious franchise. A, a lot of scenes people think is actually CGI. Is it really CGI? Believe it or not. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of that in in the movie. Obviously, the ones with the submarine, the planes, and all that, blah blah blah. But the ones with cars. They're pretty much a lot of them are stunts and a lot of them are practical. So I had to give it to the Fast and Furious franchise for that. Yeah. But that seems pretty much my favorite. And then he comes out with just like this gears the of violent war. armor. Yes. And he's just like, yeah, that, that scene I like. And then eventually when he meets his team and they all just like harpoon his car. Uh, I, I really like that scene. <laughs> I think you had that white guy. He was just like so trigger happy. <laughs> yeah. That scene was pretty cool, but no, that that's you know that's uh that's Clint Eastwood's son. Oh really? Yeah, Scott Eastwood. Oh shit! I thought that was uh, I got confused. I thought that was uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother Liam. No, they look very very similar to be honest. With yeah. You. Um. So yeah, but that was my favorite scene, and everything else was this movie was just dumb. yeah. The sub the submarine scene is just Metal Gear Solid too. Like, <laughs> it pretty much is. I thought Metal Gear Ray was gonna like come out of that submarine and start <laughs> shooting, but like the way they like finish the submarine, like um they they shoot, Charlie Theron shoots a like a homing heat seeking missile at yes yes uh, Vin Diesel. Then Vin Diesel like turns around, aims at the submarine, and he like survives a nuclear blast. And it's it's absurd. It's absurd. Wait, but, wait, you you've kind of just under described it he 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 uses his boost to generate some uh, the heat so the, the the missile follows him yeah does does this i don't know what he does but he flips his what he does he boosts his engine you know when he revs his engine his car goes his car goes up and he goes over this kind of like ice ramp and then somehow miraculously timed it perfectly with the submachine going sub submarine going past the nuke hits it so the missile hits it his car blows up. He does this like tumble from midair on ice. First of all, that explosion, how did it not break the ice? I want to know that. Clue. Because a simple missile, a simple uh, machine gun on, on, on top of the, on one of the trucks broke the ice under Tyrese's car. But yeah, a, 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 a nuclear blast didn't do anything to the, to the ice caps. But anyways, and then he's just there. Everyone's like, oh, they think he's dead. And he just walks out of the out the blast and then there's another missile coming and they have to protect him so they all like rev the engine but that scene was just utterly stupid like i literally like there, there's turning your brain off and there's turning your body off i had to turn my entire body off to watch, <laughs> to watch that scene because that scene was absolutely dumb uh but yeah that was fast and furious 8 for you uh, and then what well, the fate of the furious they call it original title yep and then we had, I think this is one of my favorites. I know it's, yep. it's, it is so dumb, but this is for me what showed that this franchise is more than Vin Diesel. So if Vin Diesel has like one of his other bitch fits, he can just fuck off because I think the franchise would be perfectly okay without him. Mm-hmm. And this is um, 
well, they call it Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Oh, I, I enjoyed this one. Yep. I re- like literally, I remember, I think it was me, Mio, where I said, yeah, I'm, not, I'm never watching this because this looks so shit and dumb. But you watched it. Yeah. And I, and I was like, this movie is basically Mission Impossible now. Like this yeah. movie is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's, to- uh, it's totally stupid, but like everyone's great in this movie like Vin Di- uh, not Vin Diesel The Rock is great Jason Statham's great Idris Elba Idris Elba is fantastic I'm oh, Black Superman amazing baby. I'm Black Superman uh, Vanessa Co- Vanessa yeah Kirby. she's in this I forgot about uh, that she's I great. love her man she's great in this uh, and then you had uh, this is the one where you had um, little cameos wasn't it with um, yep Kevin Hart uh, Kevin Hart and Deadpool what's his name oh uh, Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds yeah yeah so it's like I- like those cameos threw me off. Yeah. So the first time um, uh, Kevin Hart appeared, I was like, "Huh?" My <laughs> Reynolds was like, "Huh?" I was I was so shook. But this no, no, this movie was so good. It was so stupid. Like literally, it was the most. It's probably one of the most dumbest thing I've ever seen in the Fast and Furious franchise. It seems to be overcoming theme, but no, trust us, this was dumb. Like Idris Elba was basically Black Superman. He even calls himself Black Superman. He goes. He goes flying into a, a London bus and survives. And he's, he, all he is, he's just pissed off. I was like, yeah. oh, I loved it. I think the chemistry was on point. I, I think you can literally do a Fast and Furious. Because personally for me, I think the Fast and Furious franchise now as a whole has run its course. I think there's not too much you can do with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like obviously with Fast 9 and then they say Fast 10 is to conclude the Fast trilogy or the saga, sorry. Um, I think they need they need to move away and they need to focus on maybe the Hobbs and Shaw series or or something like that because oh it, yeah it needs to do something different because this was this was great like there were so many dumb scenes but for me I think it being dumb worked in favor for this movie mm-hmm. like the scene where he literally throws a chain around the helicopter and he's trying yeah. to go oh, come on so you're telling me come on Rock could grab a helicopter. But he couldn't. But he took a beating for Vin Diesel. Cap, the director Cap. was capping. Like, don't get me started on that movie. Like so, so he can, so him and Jason Statham can like work together to beat like you know essentially Black Superman. Yeah. But they're both gonna lose to Vin Diesel. What the fuck is Vin Diesel still then? Like racially ambiguous. Uh, Hulk? basically white power across, across these two. I literally have no idea how that even happened, but there were so many good scenes in this movie. So yeah. many. I, I really liked, like, they continued the whole family trend, believe it or not, in this movie mm-hmm. with the whole, you know, him going back to his to his island and his people. Yeah, I really liked that touch. That was a bit more of a subtle, you know, human family touch rather than the whole, you know. Oh, we're the Toyota family, by the die, ha ha ha, sort of thing, you know. For me, this felt a bit more meaningful, and I really enjoy that. Like going back to see his mom, uh, I think his brother as well. And then, but what did not fit in in that, in that scene was these ind- ind- indigenous people had a car, like a, a garage with tuned cars. I was like, I, huh? I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happened there. I was like, what? Um, and then Jason's character was so good. Like um, mm-hmm. w- his charisma with The Rock was awesome. When they went to the airport, and, and The Rock was on the uh, going past security, 
and his name was uh, Small Penis or Small Dick no, or something. No, my cock small. My cock small, like, yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> and then he was dressed in like super yeah. tight armor. Because like, you know what? Their, their charisma was there to be seen in the one they were together. Was it the... Past eight. Past eight. So, yeah. It was like any... That t- that vest looks uh, so small. Any much smaller... It's it's kind of circulation to your to your uh, big head or something, or it's a small <laughs> head on a big body. And there was a scene where he was like, <laughs> "The rock's like to Jason, I'm gonna punch punch you so hard, your teeth is gonna go uh, something like that." And then they laugh at, about it, and then you can tell from that moment there's there is charisma, you know. Whereas when I saw scenes with uh, the rock and Vin Diesel, you just you you can really sense uh, an air of you know disorder there's tension about them mm-hmm. uh, so it, it it does carry over on, on, on the big screen so i i really love it i i hope i need a hobbs and shaw too like literally yeah they better I, make one well, I'm I, gonna, we're gonna be pissed i would i would literally give give up fast nine and ten just for a hobbs and shaw too. oh 100 100 like just give it to me because this was just amazing and it just i can't remember if it just album dies dies at the end well he he never no one dies in fast period yeah he like falls into the ocean but you know they could be like he swam the shore somewhere i don't know yeah yeah like like osama bin laden but that's that's another topic (laughs) uh then vanessa kirby's character this is when remember when we talked about this was my worry about her where i thought she would be typecast because she plays Pretty much the exact same role in the yeah, Mission Impossible yeah. movie. The, the, I swear they go to like the same mansion too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I, can't, I can't remember. Yes, 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 yes. I think you are right. There's a lot of um. Yeah, so that that was my my issue with with that. But obviously, since then she's played in in a different movie. But this is one I think for me. This other than Fast Five the strongest in terms of acting performance, acting charisma, mm-hmm. uh, just acting unified, to be honest with you, all on screen. And uh, Yeah, everyone looked like they were like having fun. Having fun, yeah, exactly. And, and you could, the thing is, uh, I don't know about you, Mio, but sometimes when you hear about, you know, disorder on set, you can actually see it in the movie. Yep. Yeah, so obviously we saw, I saw that in the Justice League movie. Uh, I've seen it in uh, other movies. I can't remember from the top of my head, but you could actually tell. But with this one, it seemed like everybody was up there having a uh, having a good time, and uh, it was an absolute blast to watch. Like literally, I I remember watching this movie. I was like, "Damn, me was absolutely right." And uh, I need a Hobson Shaw too. But I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to add to this one. Yeah. Uh nope. I like you know like this movie kind of makes sense because like you know like. Hobbs Hobbs is like a FBI agent and yeah. Shaw is like a trained assassin like they weren't street, street racers in the first place this mm-hmm. is why this movie works for me because like you know like it's believable like yes. you know it's believable that they're on like a top secret mission it's not believable when a bunch of street racers do it like but for yes, them yes, like yes, it's yes. actually believable yes exactly like um, <clears throat> and I think that's one thing they've done so well with Dwayne Johnson's character actually is the fact that you don't really see him street racing or in fast cars or anything like that. His cars suit his persona and they suit his mission. Like he's always in something big and bulky, you know, mm-hmm. he's always just out there. Whereas with these people, like the only other one I, f- I think it really suited was, uh, 
uh, Paul Walker's character, O'Connor, Brian O'Connor. Because I forget, he's also an FBI agent. And there was an act- actually a part in the movie where he says he misses the gun, the shooting, sorry. So, yeah, other than that, everything else is like, I'll, I'll put put aside, to be honest with you. It was quite hit and miss. And I think it's about how far can you push this franchise before it becomes a joke. And But to be honest with you, we're here now saying making, making fun of this movie or these, this franchise as a whole, I think the franchise knows what it's doing and how it's doing it. And I think they laugh about it, to be honest with you. So, yeah, it, more power to them. I think, you know, it is what it is now in terms of the franchise. It's this how it is. There's, there's not much we can do about it. And now it just remains to be seen what Fast Nine is going to be like. What do you think? What's your take on that? What, do you, what are you expecting from that? Based Fast on, Nine? Yeah, based on the trailers that we've seen so far. Um. I'm I'm not really expecting much. Apparently, there's some magnets. Um, John Cena is apparently Vin Diesel's brother. Charlie Theron is still pulling the strings behind the scenes. Like I thought, her character I thought her character was good. To be honest with you, I thought she but, was fine. But like, you know, the haircut I felt, is distracting. Uh, the haircut, haircut is distracting, but also because it was this movie and it was I can't remember which one it is now, but one of the the one with. Uh, uh, the character, the lady from Mandalorian, Gina Connor. Yeah, which movie was she in? Was that Fast and Furious Six? Yeah, so six and and eight. I felt like they tried to enforce too much female power. If that makes sense, um, in a way, yeah, yeah. Because we've seen that, for example, with the Avengers. You know, the the at the end, but with this one, I think they tried to you know enforce it. It was. It's that era where everyone's like, okay, how about equality? How about we have a female villain? We, they tried that and it was okay. I wouldn't say it worked well. I feel like Charlie's, I think she's a great actor, but I feel like, I wouldn't say she's hit and miss. Like her no, acting's, her acting's always good, but her roles are usually hit and miss, you know? And she, she does well, well. She's after the bag in this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fast and Furious franchise. God knows how much she's uh, she's bagging. Um, and then finally, oh yeah, so you're saying Fast and Furious, Fast the Fast Nine, Fast and Furious Nine, whatever you want to call it. I'm I'm with you on this. I think we're gonna see um, something just over the top. I I think it's just not gonna make sense. I think we're just gonna have to go in and and just you know appreciate it for what it is. Apparently, from all the reviews, they're raving on about it. They're saying this is one of the best in the franchise. Really? Because <laughs> I, like, I feel like. Those were just IGN and GameSpot, which, like, you know, don't review movies particularly well. Yes, yes. Everything, everyone else is saying this kind of trash. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cause... It's got a 53 meta score right now. Oh, okay. I think, as I said, this movie does need a change. I think it will go one more movie, which has been confirmed, and then it does need... It even needs a complete reboot, which I, I will... What would you think, Mio? A complete reboot... Yes or no? I feel like I feel like the universe is pretty big. You don't. You could do like a soft reboot. Yeah. Or yeah. more spin-off or movies. More like spin-off. Yeah, I was about to say a yeah. Tyrese movie, a yeah. Ludacris movie. Um, I don't. I don't think I would watch a Ludacris movie though. To be honest with you, I'd really? probably more. more <laughs> Ludacris doesn't really have that pulling power because, like you said, all he is is just a hacker. Like he really yeah. doesn't really have that much pulling power. But with Tyrese, I feel like you could put Tyrese in with Hobbs and Shaw. And that would be a movie I would love to watch. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, Hobbs, Shaw, and Tyrese. Oh, I'm going to say those words. Those holy words. I'm on my knees for that movie. Um, 
So let's let's try and rank these movies. Okay. Uh, I feel like these, like at the start of the show, off air, I said to you, first of all, these movies were split into two for me. I think the first half of the movies were, you know, in the in the franchise, they were just purely street racing, and that was it. And then they evolved, and they became something different. But when it came comes to rating, it was just for me. It's clear what what the good ones are, and then you really have these. Like, okay, these were cool. These were, you know, we could see what was going on. And then it were really bad movies. So what would be your number nine spot now? Okay, Go number one nine. One. Yeah. Fear the Furious. <laughs> oh, really? Sucks. Yeah. Okay. Really I've, I've got Too Fast, Too Furious. As, as your last one? Damn. Yes. That My, movie that's... was bad. Okay. That movie was bad. That's pretty, that's pretty high for me. Yeah. Okay. So Too Fast and Furious was uh, ninth for me. Number eight, Mio. Number eight, uh, Fast and Furious, because yes. I don't remember anything from this yes, movie. Yes, I'm in agreement with you. Fast and Furious. And this is not the Fast and Furious. This is the fourth one, I believe. In, in the... Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm in agreement with you. There. Number seven, Mio. Tokyo Drift. Oh, okay. Number seven for me was Fate of the Furious. So, mm. uh, number six for you. Number six is uh, Fast Six. Okay, number six for me was uh, Tokyo Drift. Okay. Uh, number five? Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, that's so high up. I like, this, I like the street racing in this movie. Like, Damn. Like, I really wanted a lot of the cars in this movie. Yeah. I, I, I'll be honest with you. For me, that movie is the best movie in terms of pure street racing. Mm-hmm. Pure street racing is the, it's, it's the, it's the best in the franchise, yeah, in, my, in my personal opinion. Uh so we are on number five. Number yeah, I said my number five. Oh, num- my number five is Fast and Furious six. Okay. Uh, number four, Mio. Uh, Fast seven. Yeah, number four for me is uh, also Fast seven, and I think one, two, three are going to be pretty straightforward. Three, Mio. Yeah. Uh, the OG. Oh really? I've got Hobbs and Shaw as number three. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw okay. is number three for me. Uh, number two, Mio. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, okay. Number two for me is the OG, the Fast and Furious. Okay. Well, number uh, one's the same then. Yeah, number one's in agreement then. Fast Five, I believe, yep. is the best in the franchise. It's, as you said, this was the all-star cast. This was their Avenger kind of uh, uh, collaboration, lineup, whatever you want to call it. it. It had the best, I think, the best narrative. It had the, I think, out of everything, kind of the most, some most, most of the believable scenes were in this movie compared to the other ones that came behind it, but it also had some stupid stuff. Um, it had, in my personal opinion, one of the best heist scenes out of the franchise, you know, with the stealing of the, of the, of the safe and how they swapped it. I really liked that. And I just liked the narrative as a whole, the, the, it being in Brazil. And this is the first one. I think this movie wouldn't be where it is if they have the charisma of the rock. I know there's a lot, I'm saying a lot about, Dwayne Johnson's character, but I really think that he kind of his inclusion into the franchise meal has kind of revived this franchise. Yeah, slightly. it was it was like it's it's like when the the races like hit the NAS in yes, yeah, like the the rock. It was the NAS for this franchise. Yes, exactly. So for me, Fast Five is the best in the franchise. I think Fast Night is going to be worse than. I think it might just be. I think it's just going to be better than 
Tokyo Drift. I think it's going to be between Fast Six and Tokyo Drift. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be nice to have Han in again, but that's about it. Yeah, he's he's in this one, isn't he? I think. Yep. Back yeah, from the I dead. Want, I want to see how 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 that appears. And in terms of ranking stars, like for me, I just I just couldn't. I just couldn't rank these anymore. Like I was trying to do that on Letterbox, I just gave up. I just absolutely yeah. gave up. But um. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it for yeah. our little Fast and Furious uh, ranking. Uh, it's been, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm happy I've done this and I don't want to watch another Fast and Furious movie. Again. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I got, they weren't draining, they're really easy movies to watch, to be honest with you. That like time goes past really quickly. Yeah. But some of them good. are really just kind they're of good background noise. Yeah. I'm a, I, the majority of them are really good background noise to be honest with you. And there's only one or two that I really like to sit down and actually watch and pay attention to. And those are the ones that obviously made our, our top three. We should, we should do a list of best background noise movies. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that does make sense. But that'd be so hard to review. Like, I don't know how you would actually rank those. But anyway, I think, I think it's like movies that aren't like complicated that you don't need to pay attention to that. Like, yeah have like a good soundtrack or like good action scenes yeah. that where you can just like when you're like working you can just glance yeah. over once or twice you know what i really want to do over the summer holiday is do uh, podcasts on franchises so like transformers uh, yeah yeah i want to do some franchises but i also want to start doing stuff on not trans don't do transformers please i don't want to watch those movies those movies are so bad aren't they except for uh, the first one the first two are, are decent not the con revenge of the two. fallen is kind of trash Number two wasn't bad. Really? I thought number two was trash. Oh, by the way, because I just remembered, number one soundtrack was sick. And I was like into Linkin Park at the time. Mm-hmm. They always had the Linkin Park. But I always remember the, the, the soundtrack in Fast and Furious, that has been consistent, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, so soundtrack in Fast and Furious was, was pretty good. But yeah, no, no, I think we should do a Transformers, but they're so long though, man. They're Wait, so uh, long. Breaking news. Yes. Apparently Universal wants... A fast and Jurassic Park movie. Oh, is this breaking so, news like now? Yeah, there's like a report oh, that they want a fast and Jurassic Park movie, so we might be having that soon. Oh my god, how would that? I'm work? not gonna lie, that would be kind of that would be kind of fire. That would that would be quite funny to watch. But how would and that these work? These are racing Velociraptors. <laughs> oh my god! Let's go. <laughs> oh, I I can I I can't believe that that could put. Potentially be the thing that saves this franchise after Fast Ten. Just uh, <laughs> too fast, too dinosaur, or something. Oh, fuck yeah, no, something like, like that. that. Something like that. Anyways, Mia, pleasure as always. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to do to mention before we wrap up. It would be it would be hilarious if they're just like, "Hey, you know, Jurassic Park existed in our universe the whole time. Like, we could go over there to that island. They they want us to do a job over there." It would be absurd, but yeah, that's that's all I gotta like, say. Like they want to escort some uh, dinosaur remains yeah. or something, and then it just they bring it in. And then Michelle Rodriguez is like, "Oh, I've always wanted to go to Jurassic Park." Yeah, or and they bring it, they bring it into in San Francisco or something, and just all hell breaks loose or some nonsense like that. And then, uh, and then Vin Diesel has like a, a line where you know, Vin Diesel dinosaurs... beats the T Rex <laughs> or something, something like that, you know. Oh, fuck. You know, it would be funny. Oh, my God. That would be absolutely hilarious. But anyways, let's wrap this up so we get out of here. Thanks for joining us this week for episode 73 of the Multiverse Podcast. For the latest news, reviews, 
and updates, keep it locked to our Instagram page at themultiverse.ig. Also subscribe to The Multiverse on iTunes on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week and we hope to catch you on our next episode. Peace. Peace.